This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So they're ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that Midweek treat, I think we deserve it. Welcome to the Wall Up episode 83. I'm your host, Brady Frost, and to preview Wigan, I'm joined by Tom Bradshaw. Tom, how goes it? Uh, hi, Brady. How are you? How are your nipples? <laughs> my nipples are, are in a lot of pain thank you um for anyone who doesn't know why tom's asking about my nipples um you would be corrected that it's just a monday um and he asked me that anyway but uh, i ran the great north run as i'm sure you've sure you've probably seen on the socials uh i was flaunting my winner's medal to tom which i'm dangling now uh for the listeners um <laughs> great visual yeah no, it's glimmering nice in the light um yeah I can still everyone, see the blood coming through his t-shirts though, his t-shirt where his nipples are. Um, it's not it's not good. It's, it's not quite good. a sight. Um, <laughs> but you know, all for a good cause. Uh, blood, sweat and tears, quite yeah. literally. So, um, Can um, people still donate to your page, Brady? They can, yeah. I've done a tweet out. Um, the, the pod Twitter's retweeted it. I'll also, why not? I'll put it in the pod description as well. So yeah, um, I'm trying to, I, I have hit my original target, but I was aiming for 500 and I'm I'm not far off. So if anyone could donate, it's going to shelter the, the homelessness charity. And they do a lot of work in, in the North, particularly like in Huddersfield and surrounding areas. So um, yeah, if you could, that would, that would be fantastic. Um, but enough about my nipples. Because <laughs> um, football's back, baby. Um, it was obviously postponed at the weekend, uh, but we've got a lovely midweek fixture. Are you excited for it, Tom? The Wigan game? Cannot wait, Brady. Um, I'm sure it is going to be live up to all expectations that Wigan versus Huddersfield Town does. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll ask you actually, because um, on the October podcast. Uh, with the Utebia, David Hartrick said, "If uh, Town lose against Wigan, the club have a decision to make about Schofield." Do you agree? Straight off the bat, negativity. Mm. I kind of agree. I think that I think I think he needs to get four points in this next two games. 
So, yeah, I guess David's right. If they do lose, then, yeah, they have got to make a decision. I think a draw will be all right on Tuesday mm. night. Um, I do think we need to start picking points up sooner rather than later. Um, so, yeah, uh, some big decisions from the, the club hierarchy, I think, coming up if things continue in the next couple of games. Yeah, we shall see. It does feel like quite a quite a big game, really. Um, again, like it's quite good to win the games postponed because it means I don't have to change my episode, and that's it's still, <laughs> still the uh, one win in eight for Huddersfield. Um, that's five defeats in seven league games. Um, meanwhile, Wigan are actually unbeaten away from home, mm. and we've lost just once in the last five. Um, we're talking, obviously, we've you know it seems like an age ago, but last time out Blackpool. There was the um, unfortunate decision. We've seen all the fallout from that. Um, but quite interestingly, Schofield said he's pretty much pressure that he believes you earn your luck by working hard. Um, do you think... I know there's been a few criticisms of Schofield, Tom, but um, I, I don't think you could really fault the, the team working hard. They have they have been trying. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. I don't think no no individual hasn't worked hard. People have come off 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 the bench and look like they put a shift in as well. Um, yeah, I, that's a really good point. I I don't think there's anyone in that squad that when I've when I've seen them play, um, and thought they're not giving their all. Um, it's just not happening at the moment, is it? It's a mixture of maybe, uh, the tactics or the personnel just maybe not being in the right position or not being good enough in those games. Um and then a bit of bad luck as well. Um so at least if half of that changed, <laughs> do you know what I mean? We might we might be in with a better chance picking mm. up some points. Um yeah, I, I think he's got a good point there though, Schofield. I, I think he's been I think one thing I've I've liked about him is he's been very open and honest in and in, in his presses. Um and I think he comes across Cross quite well in that perspective, in that um, whatever word I'm trying to say at the end of that sentence. <laughs> no, no, it's a good point. Um, yeah, I think he's, you know, I, I listened to the pretty much presses and I, I agree with you. I think it com- comes across well. Um, I, I do think it's that classic, you know, to, to get into so many cliches in when you do at the wrong end of the table, luck doesn't go your way. And I get what you're saying about, um, you know, you earn your luck by working hard. Well, um, it's just one of them. It's kind of a double whammy, but hopefully fortunes do turn around in this Wigan game. Um, so speaking of Wigan, um, obviously they've got quite a few key players to pick from. Um, is there anyone you singled out, Thomas? Um, do you know what I think? What I think this Wigan team is really interesting. So obviously they went through the administration a couple of years ago, um, and basically brought in loads of freebies and. Etc. That that kind of signing, but they've they've brought in the right people, and there's there isn't really one player that stands out as a that's the problem for us. I think they're very similar to our squad last year potentially, um, and you, I mean, I guess we had Moy in the promotion season, but they're very much a it's it's all about the team and the the personnel that they've got working together, and when they work together. Um, they're a very hard team to beat. Um, but I, I've got a couple of names down. Um, so there's there's one lad that um, has, has looked pretty handy 
Um, the lad on loan from Everton, Nathan. Bro, I forgot his last name. Let me just check again. But he scored one in five, um, and he he just sounds like one of those pretty decent um, uh, loan signings that you get in. Nathan Broadhead. I thought it was Broadhead. I had on my notes Brooch, and I was like, it's definitely not Brooch. Um, yeah, Nathan Broadhead, who's on loan from Everton, um, played five games so far, one goal. Um, but I think by all accounts, been quite a handful. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just I just think there's no one that really stands out. And when you look at the stats as well, it's all pretty shared out, all the, the goals and assists. Um, so for me, I think as long as they don't turn up with that kind of, that the gel maybe on the night, then we might be in with a chance of getting something from the game. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Exactly what you said about Wigan. It's kind of a, it's a team collective isn't it um interestingly though and thanks to Stephen chicken for this this stat uh wigan have attempted more long balls than any other side in the division and then into this one so that doesn't necessarily mean they're they're a long ball team but i mm. think that's quite interesting and gives you a picture of what we're up against uh on tuesday night so i've gone for josh mcginnis the striker mm-hmm. um he's got a goal and assist to his name but i just think with that in mind and we've seen, um, I'm sure we'll come on to how we think the defence is going to line up. But if we're having anyone who uh, is uh, not a natural centre-back, so, you know, Turton, um, I think it, that could be quite an interesting contest, potentially. Mm. So so we'll see. Um, yeah. But but yeah, Tom, you probably know more about um, Wigan than me because uh, it's few from the other side time. You uh, yeah. the, No games at the weekend, so you had a little saunter over to Wigan, I did. didn't you? I went over to Wigan um for a pie with uh, Barry Worthington from the Progress with Unity podcast. Um uh, very nice to meet Barry. So here's um our catch up. Hi Barry, how are you, mate? You all right? Hey, I'm very well, thank you. Looking forward to Tuesday. Yeah, um, yeah, so am I uh, I'm sure a lot of town fans are, <laughs> especially the way the season started. Um so you lot, I think. Um, coming up, you've you've had an all right start to the season. It's it's always tough, isn't it, coming up into the championship? I think, um, from experience, um, especially when you were tipped as one of the favourites at the start of the season to struggle. Um, so I mean, how how do you think the rest of the season will go under Liam Richardson? Well, I think this season is a little bit different than normal. We all know it's a big step from League One to Championship, possibly bigger than. Championships of Premier League, you know, um, yeah. as has been found out through the seasons, teams going up and down, up and down all the time. But I think this season is going to be a little bit different. I think the three promoted sides, ourselves, Rotherham and Sunderland, are likely to, to, to stay up this season. Mm. And I'm basing that on on the fact that we've we're three strong sides now. Um, we we was last season when we came out of administration with three players on the books at the start of the season, uh, at the end of the season. And we had a massive recruitment drive last last summer. And we brought in loads of free transfers, but the signings were brilliant. Mm. They were absolutely brilliant. And what Richardson did, as much as anything else, was recruit characters, the right type of characters. Now, that's a cliche that we hear quite a lot, but that is exactly what he did. And they're like, they're like a gang, a group of pals, more than a 
like a football team or yeah. they are they're, they're just so committed to each other and and they fight for each other and they've got that never say die attitude and i think for me that will will bear us in good stead this season and that's one of the one of the main attributes to this team and it's going to keep us up i think we'll get enough points throughout this season to to finish i'll not say comfortably stay up because it always gets a bit switchy mm. i can't see us pushing for the playoffs i think we're going to be lower mid table yeah. and my my estimate was somewhere between 18th and 14th, so I'll plump in the middle, and I think we're going to finish around about 16th, you know, so I can see us finishing there. Um, but for me, that will be a fantastic season because then it gives us the platform to build on. For yeah, next year. definitely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think um, when I saw who was coming up, I thought it's, it's definitely one of the closely matched championships we've had in a while. I mean, you can maybe disregard the likes of Norwich and Burnley who've got that that kind of prem money there. But I think it's so it's going to be so close this year. And there's no one for me like Peterborough were last year and who who's going to finish rock bottom and struggle. So, yeah, going to be very interesting come the end of the season, I think, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, big game coming up on Tuesday. Um You've got a good away form. Town struggling at the moment. Um, I think we need we need the points. Um, who do you think for you is going to cause us any trouble? Um, and maybe stop us from getting anything from this game on Tuesday well, night. D- defensively, we're quite we're quite solid. I mean, we've not conceded a lot of goals this season. Well, we've conceded five against <laughs> against Burnley, but what that was, believe me, that was a fluke. Yeah, um, they, they had they had six shots on target and eight altogether, you know, <laughs> uh, but they were very clinical. Yeah. We had 18 attempts. You know, oh, so, yeah, <laughs> so it, it just shows it, everything the eight went in the back of the net, yeah. more or less. Um, but they were a class side, like you've said. Uh, but who's been performing well for us this season? Well, we've got a young lad called Tello Asgard, and now he is, in my opinion, he's destined to play in the Premier League at mm. some point. He's only 19, absolutely superb. Norwegian descent, he's a scouser. But his uh, parents are Norwegan. They play for the Liverpool Philharmonic Orchestra, so that's what he's doing in right. Liverpool. So he's a Norwegian with a thick Scottish accent, <laughs> a bit like Jan Moldy, you know. With yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, he, he's a wonder kid, the Norwegian prince. He scores right. the winner against Luton, uh, but he, he, at the moment he's being. It's coming into the team off the bench. He's being introduced like that. Mm. He's played in League One. He started a few games. Our administration season, I think he, he clocked up about 25 starts. He was only 17 then. Last season, he got injured halfway through. He had a stress fracture because that's what happens with young kids when you're playing them week in, week out. They get yeah. these injuries. So this season, I, th- I think we're going to see a lot more of him. But as the season goes on, he'll start getting his start. So what I, I predict for for, Saturday, uh, for Tuesday evening is that he'll start on the bench. It'll right. probably come on round about the hour mark, probably 65 minutes, yeah. if we need a goal. Because he's, he's you'll see him yourself, he's magic. He right. is really magic. Um, Callum Wang as well, he's like a bit of a firebox. Um, come through the academy like Tello has been with us donkey's years you know he's, he turned 24 two days ago so right. he's been, i think he's joined us when he was 12 so yeah, yeah you know but we've loaned him out and he's matured and come back and he's he's a, one of our star performers now but he's like uh he's, he's he is like he's a typical like scouse cheeky scouser he's got arrogance <laughs> to him but he's got fire as well um uh he, he definitely wants to watch out for um, and big Josh McGuinness up from, you know, a lot of people, when we signed him, we were saying, what we signed Josh McGuinness for? But he took his time settling in, but he's he's there now. He leads the line superbly. He, he notches goals here and there. Um, 
and he's just what you want. And he'll probably play the first hour and then he'll go mm-hmm. off. And we've got some other lads to come in off the bench. Nathan, Nathan Broadhead, who we've got on loan from Everton, um, excellent goal scorer, was at uh, Sunderland last season. 20, 20 games, 10 goals for him, you know, so one every two games. Uh, he's already scored for us this season. He's mm-hmm. off the mark. He's not started the game yet. Uh, he's another one. Um, defensively, we've got Jack Watmore, centre-half. If you think Bobby Moore, you're not too far wrong. Absolute class. He's just 24 as well. Player of the season last season. Signing from Portsmouth on a free transfer. Unbelievable. The guy must be worth at least three, four, five yeah, million pounds. Yeah, he never makes a tackle. He reads the game so well. He just steps in, takes the mm. ball. Very good in the air. Plays football with both feet. Superb. Yeah, so they're the players I'd pick out for you to, to keep an eye yeah. on. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, it all sounds pretty nice that for Wigan at the moment, especially given what you've gone through in the last couple of seasons. So that's really good to hear. Um, so, yeah, going on about Tuesday night, um, have you got a specific score prediction? Yes, I have, actually. I think uh, our away form is is uh, over the last two Last season and again this season has been like out of this world. It's just it's breathtaking at times. Considering the last time we was in the championship, we couldn't we couldn't pick a point up. Never mind win a game. Yeah. Uh, I think we only uh, you know we had this awful record of, of conceding goals in the last couple of minutes, and uh, it you know nearly got us relegated twice. Well, it did do once, <laughs> but it nearly <laughs> did twice. Um, but this this last couple of seasons has been so different. And, we're, and if you look at the farm table, away farm table, we're up there, right at the mm. top. We're, we're joint second, you know. So uh, I know two wins this season have both come on the road. Uh, but they're always very close matches. We don't mm. sweep anybody away. We're always It's always close games. And I think uh, Tuesday evening will be no different. And I know you struggled a little bit. You struggle for goals. But I think you might score. Uh, but I, I'd go either 1-0 to us or 2-1 mm. to us, one or the other. But I'll, I'll plump for a 2-1. We're going to let it win. Yeah, fair enough. Sounds uh, sounds like it could happen, to be fair for me. Um, so, yeah, uh, thanks for popping by, mate, and uh, checking in with us. It's good to hear a bit about Wigan and what's what we've got to expect. So, yeah, all the best for season but hopefully not uh, Tuesday night f- from a town perspective. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, Tom, for inviting me on. And uh, yeah, I, I, I love going to Huddersfield because you was part of our, our trip to winning the FA Cup when we came up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that made us feel better, that run, because we know that we lost to the winners. <laughs> yeah. But it was a great day as well and very yeah. friendly supporters. So that yeah. was it was a, a great day. So thank oh, you for that as well. Nice one, mate. Well, good oh. luck and uh, have a nice time on Tuesday night. We'll see you later. See you later. And there we go. Yeah, cheers, Barry, for joining me. Um, it was really interesting hearing from him because he he sounded he sounded really happy with how things are looking at Wigan, um, which was a bit worrying for me. It's like it just all sounds quite good. How I mean, I guess when you come from the brink of almost your club going bust, it's. Um, it's, you're going to be happy just to have a club but it sounds like they're moving in the right directions Um, happy with Richardson who, who's done a great job there really when you look at it from taking them up after almost going into well actually going into administration almost disappearing when you're at that stage in it so um, and there was one lad that he did mention in there that, that fellow Asgard the 
Scouse Norwegian lad from their academy who I am looking forward to if he does come on to see if he lives up to this hype that they're uh, they're shouting about in Wigan because um, it sounds like he's he's quite a prospect only twenty so yeah we'll see how he looks on Tuesday night I'm sure absolutely and Tom it, it would be you know I'd be annoyed at myself if I didn't mention it you know Wigan have probably one of the best football mascots in, Possibly, in the yeah. country, crusted the pie. Yeah. Um, so which prompts the question, what is your favourite pie? What, what would be on match day pie? Oh, great question. What is my favourite pie? I love a classic steak and ale. Um, mm. Chicken and mushrooms are always quite nice as well. Um, and But then I do like, I do like the odd like curry filled pie is always quite mm. nice. Um, are we just talking like pie with um, a filling? Are we is, is pork pie getting in the mix because it's technically pie? I'm thinking um, of match day pie. Yeah, so um, I'd probably I... go steak and ale brady, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What okay. about you? Um, well, I've got to be honest, I don't think the pies at John Smith's are the best. Um come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um but <laughs> But uh, one I did really enjoy was uh, I went to <clears throat> Sheffield United a couple of seasons ago and had the chicken tikka bowling yeah. pie, yeah. which was very good, actually. A nice fusion of cultures there. Um, mm. So, yeah, no, I, I think that's probably my favourite. I do like a steak and ale, but... Yeah. But you no. can almost put anything in a pie, though, can't you, really? I'm surprised there's not more and more wacky combinations. Do you know um, what? I'm going to put a tweet out on the, yeah. the pod channel and see what everyone's favourite match day pie is. Because, yeah. let's be honest, we ain't got much to shout about with town positive. No. So let's talk about pies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has anyone ever done a dessert pie? like a? But I mean, I mean like a... Not like, like a, a pecan a match pie. Day pie. Yeah, but a match day in like kind of that pastry. I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, there's a an idea. Could be nice in winter, like a warm... <laughs> Chocolate I'm just going down. Just, I'm just nipping down at half time <laughs> to get my dessert pie. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, we'll stop the pie chat. I mean, it will right. carry on online. Um, yeah. But, you know, we've been interrupted by an urgent delivery. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium. You're right near the pitch. Great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Which means it's time for the mailbag. You've got mail. Okay, so Tom. <laughs> we got a que- great chat. What a jingle, Alex. Uh, we got one from someone, you know, of this parish. Yes. Richard Cosmala. You may have seen what? it. Because yeah. he sent us a 
a question. I know. And oh. this is coming from the guy who didn't realise we did the amazing elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know you listen, Cosy. Uh, but I love you, really. But, um, yeah, Cosy asks, if Wigan take the lead tomorrow night, do you think the positivity from the stands will make the hairs on your neck stand up as they encourage the 1920s <laughs> football superpowers of England to get back in the game? Um, bit I can, I'm detecting a, a hint of sarcasm. The sar- mm. sarcasm detector is going absolutely crazy there. Yeah. Um, but it's a good point, actually. If we can take the lead tomorrow, um, it's not going to be good, is it, mate? No, it isn't. Um, and we've touched on this a few times. The one positive Carlos had when on his bad run was he didn't have fans in. Um, and yeah, if we can take a lead, an early lead, we are, I think, in trouble, especially when they, if they take an early lead, it will be quite a surprise because when I did catch up with Barry, as mentioned, he um, he he said that um, they don't, they haven't done that this season really. They normally sit back for twenty minutes, figure out the opposition, and then there's some game plan implemented. So, for them to score an early goal would be quite disappointing by by uh, just going off that so yeah I think yeah it's not going to be nice if they do so let's hope they don't (laughs) basically Uh, I mean Town have conceded quite a few early goals this season as well so um, maybe one to watch out for but yeah I'll I'll be going tomorrow and um, yeah I don't think the atmosphere is going to be great if that happens but you know I don't want to uh, do a call to arms, but like we do need to back the lads because I think you know if if we get a win in this one, I think that could be a big turning point. Yeah, it's a crucial agreed. week. Um, so the next one we got was from Nick Jen- Jenkinson. He asks, "Why does Schofield play players totally out of position?" Um, I think I'll touch on this because again, Blackpool seems so long ago, but a lot of the centre back choices were weird like Turton who's obviously traditionally a right back playing left sided centre back I think that's probably because you know for whatever reason he hasn't deemed Edmund Screen is you know hence Edmund Screen's gone online to Wigan um, doesn't think he's good enough to make the team or you know for whatever reason uh, also I think you know Helic was on the bench but I've listened to the press conference and you know he hasn't played since April so maybe not quite quite ready same with him better you know joined just before so I'd like to think um, that he we're probably going to see you know square pegs and square holes a bit more mm. yeah. <laughs> um, you know I'd expect Helic to play some part so you know hopefully that's kind of the end of playing some players out of position but um, you know having said that it's no, it's no guarantee Tom, Tom what's your take on that? Yeah I think I think Helic is going to be a, a key part of maybe this season turning turning a corner I think um, as good as Hoggy has been over his time and I think he can slot in there quite well at the back mm. but he's he's just not a centre back is he really um, um, I know he gets stuck in but I think one thing we're missing is a bit of height and a bit of power back there um, and I've, I, I hope Helic brings that um, and then it'd be good to see Rudoni just be pushed for, a bit further forward for me. Um, mm. But then that's uh, that is all down to Kasumu getting back fit, I think. Um, and that isn't it's close apparently, but it won't. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to be against Wigan. No, I mean he could make the bench potentially, 
But um, don't, I'd be surprised if he starts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no good point. Um, and then the final question we got um, was from Guy Bradley. He asks, uh, do you think Lee Bromby's already had conversations with managers slash agents to feel them out? Um, I know, I mean, from the questions, obviously we ask you guys and we're happy to answer anything. It has been very, you know, Schofield driven. Um, and I think, you know, again, Stephen Jiggin and David Hardrick, he's on borrowed time at the moment unless he turns something around. Mm. Um, but to answer the question, I think, yeah, I, you know, I think they all, there's always succession planning as they call it. So, you know, um, any club worth its salt would would plan for any outcome. Yeah. So I imagine that's probably the case. I mean, we can't throw any names out, you know, or or it wouldn't be for us to speculate who they've spoken to. But, um, you know, if Lee Bromby, and from all accounts, he seems, you know, to be well-respected uh, and good at his job, um, you know, from the internal, from what we hear internally. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I imagine so, because, um, you know, if you're taking the emotion out of it, and of course we want Danny to do well, um, that's his job really to see, you know, to yeah. plan for what next. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have a plan in place, won't they? Um, it's like any job, isn't it? If you're not, if you, if you, if a company not isn't planning ahead, then they're not particularly running it very well. So um, I don't know if, I don't know how that works though, about speaking to other people yet, potentially depends how close it is. If, if it is literally, um, if he has literally got these two games to, to kind of save his his time this season, then um, I'm sure they will have uh, spoke to whoever they want next, um, and they'll be in in line for that, or at least been notified. Yeah, I mean, Tom, you know, you talk about any good business would would plan. You know, if I die from blood loss due to my nipples from Sunday, um, <laughs> who would you line up as, as host? <laughs> Oh yeah, we haven't even got that in place, have we? Um, maybe bring Josh Phillips back. Yeah, <laughs> bring him back. No, okay, it's good like, to know. It'd be like Wagner returning. <laughs> <laughs> Josh will love that. Love that is a comparison. Good to know. Good to know, mate. I'm I'm basically the Danny Schofield of podcasting. <laughs> You're the Danny Schofield of podcasting. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, you're hard to reply. Anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to put you up too much. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're a solid team, mate, but we're always yeah. planning. So yeah. <laughs> keep you on your toes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's time for You're the Boss. Um, so the lineup for the previous game uh, was for a 3 4 2 1 formation. Yeah. Um, God, it's so long ago now. Nichols, well, Lees. Hog turn, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say we basically did this for the QPR podcast, and then it got canned. So we could just drop, <laughs> could just cut that out and drop it in. But yeah, we could. Um... <laughs> no, but uh, you know, Tom, time. You've yeah. had time to reflect. We have, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, just as a reminder for for the listeners, before Tom rudely interrupted me. Yeah, there. sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> no. So Nichols, uh, Lee's Hog, and Turton is back free, and you had Turton. Um, hang on. <laughs> I'm just checking. Hayden, Russell, Rudone, Nakiyama. Yeah, and then Andrew and Thomas and Ward. Yeah. yeah, that was right. I just um, yeah. There you go. That's how tired I am from yeah. the run. You've done a big run, mate. I've um, done a big run, mate. I don't know if I've mentioned. Um, hang on. I I run. I don't know if I mentioned. Anyway, um, <laughs> what would you go with, Tom? 
who are you bringing in? Are you keeping four three four three, or you know, are you going to change formation? What are you going to do? Um, yeah, I think he's keeping the same formation. He is. He is. Um, but are you? Well, probably yeah. <laughs> I'm putting Helican and Betty in. I think if they okay. can play. Um, for Hog and Turton. And then I'm probably almost keeping it the same. I might put Hog in the middle. Oh, yeah. This is the interesting one because Hog and Russell both bring different things to the game. You take Russell out, you you lose your height. You take Hog out, you lose your fight. That's a nice, hey. little po- nice little poem for you there. Uh, yeah. You could have Tom's Poetry Corner potentially as a new feature. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I, I I think for me, though, that, yeah, I'd love to see Helic and Mbete potentially starting because I think that, that'll just bring a bit more assurance to the, the back. Um, and they've got to play at some point, haven't they? So, mm. yeah, I mean... Okay, um, so but other than that, I, I'd I'd probably keep it almost the same. i I'm just figuring out whether Russell or Hogg going in there. Okay. I, I agree with you. I think maybe let's um let's chuck him in and I think two home games is probably good to, to bet them mm. in. So I I'd put Helic I'd have Helic Lees and, and Bete in there. Yeah. Um yeah. Um the only thing I was toying with was maybe playing Thomas as left wing back. Yeah. Um, you know, and bringing Holmes in to play on the left because I think Holmes has done quite well off the bench and maybe he deserves, you know, mm. start at home in a in a game where you know we're probably expected to be more on the front foot and trying to get a point. So yeah, um, I, at I, home I, with Holmes. At home with Holmes. There's yeah. a new a segment for the YouTube channel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I come at you full of ideas today, mate. I know I am. I you got me on yeah. a good day. I'm like Partridge with his um, voice note recorder. <laughs> at Holmes with no. Holmes, Dwayne Holmes comes round to Huddersfield Town fans' houses and asks them questions about any renovations or <laughs> decorating they've done around the house recently. <laughs> well, if you're if you are a true a true drawer, Tom, true illustrator. I expect a logo marked up. <laughs> Sharpish. Yeah. See if he fancies it. I think Dwayne Holmes would quite enjoy that. He seems like a bit of a yeah. family man. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> see, this is it. You guys wanted lineup predictions. We're talking about potential ideas. If we see the club doing this now, though, it's yeah, like I want... a little YouTube series where we give us, you know, pay up, cough up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I um I'm I'm bringing Hogg into this one. I think mm. it'll be a bit of a scrappy one, and that's what you need. Jonathan Hogg, the general, as it says on his uh, customized fishing rods. So <laughs> that's not a euphemism either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'd probably yeah I'd pair the two new lads at centre back. I think I'd still stick Thomas in uh, in the front three rather yeah. than left wing back. I'd probably give Naki Armour a go there at left wing yeah. back just to just see what he can do because he does play some good balls and he has he has played left back before. I know he's a bit more defensive, but I think you've got Kesler Hayden who's more yeah, attacking. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'd go Hogg and Rodoni. I agree with you. Rodoni should be played further forward, but um, 
I just think that midfield's still a bit of an issue if Kasumi mm. can't start. Although I think Kasumi, if he's fit enough, should you know, depending on how the game's going, should, should go in. Yeah. Um, and then I'd I'd keep, I'd, yeah, I, I'd go Andrew and Warden and uh, Thomas. I think. Yeah. Good. Nice one. But yeah. Tom, question for you. Mahoney yeah. got a hat trick. Oh yeah, I saw that. Beating. Yeah. Do you think he should play some part? Well, if he's getting at, I weren't. Was two of them from directly from the car from a corner? Yeah. Um, which is pretty mad. Um, I don't know. He should be at least getting getting on the bench. Um, which he wasn't against Blackpool, was he? So, mm. um, yeah, maybe. You if if he's scoring a hat trick, then surely you he's getting noticed by someone in that like Chico or. Danny, so yeah, yeah, give him a give him a go, get him on the bench. Like it, like it. Okay, so it's time for the old score prediction, then, Tom. Mm. What do you think about this one? So I said on the Wigan podcast, I said one all. Um, I think as long as I think I think if we score first, we can potentially see it out. Yeah, one nil. Um. If they score first, then oh, I don't know. Maybe we'd get one back. I think we'll, there'll be goals. There'll be it'd be low scoring, but I think both teams have potential to get a goal. So that's why I went. I went with a safe one all. And to be fair, I'd probably take that right now. Um, I think as long as we don't lose, um, we just need to start picking up some points, and it'd be good to just yeah get get a cup get a goal as well because we haven't scored for a couple of games either. So. Yeah, one all, and then I'll go with. Um, hmm, let's go with uh, Rudoni to get his first. Like it, like it a lot. Um, I also penciled down. I know I've been going for one all a lot when uh, <laughs> I think we're going to lose. Um, I I think this has the game does have one all written over it. Uh, mm. All over it. I just, I just, I think it's one of them. It's a Tuesday night game. I know we've had a bit more time to prepare, but I think, you know, like I say, Wigan are unbeaten away yeah. from home, and I think, you know, they'll be, yeah, they'll probably won't be one of the teams around the bottom end of the table. But I, I think, like you say, it's a team collective, and they're grafters and they work hard. Um, mm. So I think we really struggle against teams like that historically. Yeah. So. I think that's uh, one all for me. And I'm going to say the new boy Helix is going to score from a corner. Ooh. Yeah. If he dies. If he do not play, um, Tina. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. So that's our nice, short, and uh, sweet preview. But yeah. before we go, Tom, um, mm. there was a man in peril last time we left him. There was. Um, so let's introduce the amazing elbow. The amazing elbow. As a centre forward, you know, the last thing you want is a goal drought starting off at a club. Started on my own up front, and the really good centre forwards like Jordan were rested. Tom, take it away. Yeah, so where was he last? He'd been captured by the dinner ladies, Steve, I mean, the cabbage man's dinner ladies um, <laughs> that he set on them. Um, and he was in a bit of trouble and he was reaching for his left sock to remove dot, dot, dot. And you voted again in your thousands 
to go for his trusty robot companion, Hawkeye. Um, and Hawkeye flies into the air. He distracts the dinner ladies and the cabbage man um, whilst diving towards the dinner lazy ladies, causing an outburst of flailing arms. Um, the amazing elbow can now escape. He exits the office, but all of a sudden, Hawkeye, dot, dot, dot. Ooh, what happens to Hawkeye or what does Hawkeye do, Brady? Do you have a answer for that? Um, I, I don't. <laughs> but I'll make one up on the should we, should we bring in um, Joe's answer first? Yeah, go on then. Who isn't Joe's. here? So Joe's answer was, so um, he exits the office, but all of a sudden Hawkeye malfunctions for the second time in only 1,500 encounters. That's not good for Hawkeye, is it? Uh, <laughs> so there, there's there's one option. Um, mine is he exits the office, but all of a sudden Hawkeye stops and publishes a half-hearted apology to all the dinner ladies involved. Um, <laughs> and Brady, do you have your suggestion for this week's encounter with the Amazing Elbow? I do. Um, he says, <laughs> Brookie's in hospitality. Go find him. Oh, you really want someone to go to hospitality, don't you? I mean, makes sense coming out of the kit man's office as well. That's yeah. gonna. That's a really good narrative for the story that you've added there. Let's hope that everyone appreciates that. <laughs> And makes it more of a story rather than just random stuff happening. <laughs> I, I was also trying to think of things that are in a stadium and hospitality came to mind. Yeah, nice one. Um, so, yeah, so there are your three options. Um, do you want to run through them again? Yeah, so, he, he, so Hawkeye malfunctions for the second time ever, or he publishes a half-hearted apology to dinner ladies, or he, he shouts... Go to hospitality and see the kid man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hawkeye. Hopefully, Hawkeye will return later on in the adventures. Um, but yeah, uh... <laughs> we're getting through this. We're not even how many games in are we? Eight. It's be the eighth yeah. one. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how long this lasts and whether we will run out of ideas. I, I think, point. well, you know, you say that, but at the moment there's been something topical pretty much every week. So yeah, true. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's what we are. We, we're, we're good at satire, me and you. I think yeah. that's what people would say. <laughs> oh, those boys. Good at satire. <laughs> Mock the week. I'll be calling up soon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's cancelled, mate. What I think, I think most of the week's cancelled. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the woke mob strikes again. That's my. <laughs> that's why I got into podcasting to get get on mock the week eventually. <laughs> I uh, I met Daryl Brian once. Did you? How was yeah. that? It was very nice. Um, it was uh, my so my family are Arsenal fans, and it was at yeah. the Emirates Stadium. Oh yeah, uh, and he was very nice. I asked, my dad was like, "Get a picture of him." Um, and uh, I did, and he was very nice and very kind about it. Was he big? So, well, I mean, I'm quite, you know. Yeah, you're quite, quite big. My, that's my thing. I was smaller at that point. I was, I was a child. 
So, ah. Ah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, he's perfectly pleasant. Yeah. Um, have you, Tom, you know, yes. Yeah. let's be honest, we've asked about pies. We're, we're yeah. talking nonsense, which right. I think people really enjoy. Yeah. Um, have you had any interesting celebrity encounters that you care to share? Do you know what? I don't actually think I have. I saw Will Ferrell and John C. Riley at the Tower of London once. That was probably... I only saw them, though, but they were only, like, two, three metres away. They were filming for that terrible um, Sherlock Holmes film that they did a few years back. Um, but, yeah, I haven't really. No. Um, I'm When I was at a gig once, I met the... Um, you buy one, you get one free! Guy, I had a photo with him, the window selling guy. <laughs> that's my, that's my best at? one. It was um one of my gigs when I used to try and be in a band at one point. Um, so yeah, that was that. Came most... to your gig, yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's and, quite. Uh, that is quite the the yeah. turning of tables. Mm, yeah, he wanted a photo of us basically. Did yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, where was where was this gig? At the cockpit, rest in peace, um, in ah. Leeds. Yeah. Oh wow, true heritage, Tom. I know. Great anyway. venue. <laughs> I think we'll call it there. Yeah. Uh, although I could chat for ages. This has been yeah. Um, um, maybe just fade this bit out of us just talking. Oh, um, what like um an eighties? <laughs> yeah, an 80s like all eighties songs. Why did that stop? And don't no one does that anymore, do they? It's it's, a, it's annoying, isn't it? Actually, I quite like a fade out. I you like assume it, they're still going to. The I stage? know exactly. If you just think that the song never ended, just like this podcast, fade out. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we fade out, uh, I'm going to do it as a little editing yeah. thing. But before we fade out, this episode is uh, sponsored by Magic Rock. Mm. Um, don't forget, you can get ten percent off all line on all online orders with the code AHTTC10. Yeah. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to Tom for coming on. And Tom, before we fade out, let's continue to talk about pies. So I think what yeah. makes a good pie is the crust. The crust is essential to the good oh, pie as well. As food, so. so town play up. Bring the car back to order. The, the whatever's on top the egg if it's egg uh, on the top of it kind of thing um, yeah. the filling is great salt and pepper and it depends what kind of flour they've used in them. do you go for sauce with that <laughs> yeah a lovely bit of brown sauce maybe Ooh, brown sauce. With, a pork, with a pork pie definitely brown sauce um, yeah. Ketchup, you can't go wrong with a bit of ketchup. I'm no. not a big fan of ketchup. So, <laughs> you think I'm going to fade this out? I'm gonna you better be fading <laughs> this out. <laughs> the Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them 
honestly, if you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery delivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> 